This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. And thank heavens it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful... Downtown Van Nuys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We got some people to thank right at the top of the hour. That's right, because we were just talking about this with our guest today, Bill Engelhardt, about yes. how uh, Unity Online Radio recently shut its doors, proverbial, proverbial doors. We stepped out boldly. We put everything in God's hands. We trusted in yes. God's hands. We really we put ourselves into God's hands. We relaxed and went with the flow. That led us to starting a Patreon account. Thanks to Indy, our producer over here at Chobo Studios. And now it is really blossoming, yeah. supporting us and doing the show, this ministry, keeping it alive. We want to thank this week's, and we want to thank all of our Patreon uh, people. Patreon, by the way, is P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon. Yeah, forward slash funniest thing. Yeah, so this week, uh, Alicia Jackson contributed and said, it gives me great honor to be able to be a patron with you in this life's journey. Keep spreading the love, Daryl and Ed. And it says, Alicia Jackson, Ed's old workspace roommate, and now forever friend. That's true, Alicia Jackson. We are forever friends. We often uh, email each other affirmative prayers during the week. She's also an educator like myself. Yeah, I got to meet Alicia Jackson. Yeah, she's amazing. She is a, a light unto the world. We just happen to share an office and develop a joyful, basically based on our appreciation of affirmative prayer yes. and these, this type of living so and then it came circled back around like 10 years later. We became friends. Yeah. It's just, it was just amazing. So also Elaine Meyer, former editor of The Daily Word, is now contributing to the Patreon. Thank you. Which is a great honor. We love Elaine and all the work. She, she has a long history with Unity and her family. Generations. Yeah, she actually edited the, poem, the poems of James Dillard Freeman. She had, to, she had to sometimes rein in that yeah. wild dog. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, she's a legend. We thank you, Elaine. She says she's sending love from Missouri. We, anyone else who wants to contribute to Patreon, patreon.com. Again, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash funniest thing. And so, without further ado. Yeah, you know what, Ed? Speaking of uh, receiving all this good in our lives. Yes. Do you know what our Heavenly Father would always say? What's that? There's more where that came from. That's right. That's right. There's more where that came from with Bill Engelhart. A simple appreciation for the good we already have makes us ready to accept even greater good, regardless of what our fearful mind tells us. When we practice the winning combo of gratitude and a feeling of positive expectancy, we declare our willingness to receive our divine inheritance now. On this episode, Daryl and Ed drive home the fact that gratitude is a magnetic force 
that attracts more into our lives to be grateful for. And during the second segment, well-to-do Unity Minister Bill Engelhart joins us to read and discuss today's daily word, prosperity. You know, and he had a, said something in a, the writing that actually turned us on to Bill. When we, we thought he was a science of mind minister. Because that was the publication that That's where we found discovered him. him. Yeah. The day we happened to meet Reverend Moira Fox and That's have right. this incredible experience over at the Center for Spiritual Living in Redondo Beach. That's right. Isn't that amazing? Out of that also came now Bill Engelhart. So, yes. But it, one of the things that I always remember from the writing that ins- that – that was so inspiring to us that we reached out to him is where he says, this is not about doing more. It's about realizing that we already ah, are more. And really that's a lot what this show is about as well. Um, Cause we want to go right into the breaths. Yeah. I also want to say, oh, you ahead. know, in our re in the introduction to the show, the thing that helps me um, release my grip, you know, of thinking I got to make things happen in order right. to receive more good in my life. Or accomplish more, whatever it is that's coming from that, you know, subconscious belief of lack. Right. You know, I got to make it happen. I'm on my own. Right. Is I love that it's just a simple like to get more isn't really as hard as we make it up to be in our own with our thoughts. Correct. It really is like it said in the description. All it takes is to. Release those thoughts by shifting to just a simple appreciation of what we already have. Yeah. Just a simple appreciation for what we already have begins now to remind me, or like Bill said, of becoming more. Because now this magnetic, I feel that, you know what I feel when I start remembering, it's when I start feeling I have to make things happen or I'm not right. doing enough right. to receive more even financially or right. whatever it is, or right. even in a healing. Right. You know, I got to do more to participate in this, but it just creates, right. I actually, it creates a disconnect. Yeah. It creates a, a I feel cut off. That's right. But when I shift back to just the simple appreciation for what is going well mm-hmm. and what is good in my life, and there's right. so many things going good in our right. lives. Yes. I start to, like even now, just shifting to that idea, I start to feel that joy and enthusiasm, and it's a, that's the magnetic force. Uh, 100%. And, that know, attracts. It's a magnetic yes, force. Yes, it's a magnetic force. I'm glad you're saying this because if we – try to get things out of a sense of lack for our our initial assumption that we are lacking is already erroneous right yes so anything that comes out of that assumption is just going to get us more of that whereas if we sit and appreciate like just one example is the fact that whether we're aware of it or not this amazing miracle of our heart beating yes. is happening all of the time. It's incredible. And it's feeding our cells and nourishing our brain and keeping us <laughs> it's here. It's crazy. I know. And as we could be going, oh, nothing's going well for me. I got news for you. If you're watching this and listening, there's something very well going for you. <laughs> and it, like we have very little to do with it other than – but when we appreciate it, yes. then we open the door to receive our good because uh, our good – Man, we have so many great readings. So many. You just, just told me say, that story about uh, uh, that I, person you met on the street. I, I, I know. Wait, we should do the breath. But you just reminded <laughs> go, me of this. Go, yeah. We remind all our listeners <laughs> to do a morning routine. Yes. It is crucial. You have to. To 
I mean, we will repeat it again now if you're a first-time listener, but our regular listeners hear this about every other show, that living life is not about jumping out of bed, throwing on a helmet, and racing into your miserable day. That's right. It really takes just a little time to be kind and loving to yes. yourself. Yes. And we we recommend, you know, finding some daily spiritual readers. You know, we have a whole list of books on our reading list. If you go to DarylNed.com, you'll see a reading list. Where Plus, you we read a fun. million of them on the show. So we just... read them on the show. And then after that, we meditate because now our mind is going in a healthy direction. And we meditate and inspired ideas come. And I can't believe Ed's talking about the miracle of the heart. Because just this morning, I in my joinal, because I'm from New Jersey, it's a joinal, but it really is a joinal, J O A, J O Y, J O Y, Jonal, J O Y, Joinal, N A L, instead of journal. So just this morning, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll hold it up, but I drew a little like picture of myself, a line drawing, and I say, I imagine my mind smiling. And my heart is a living center through which the love of God flows to bless myself and others. Yeah. And then I made a note. Be kind to Daryl. Let go of attack thoughts and remember. And the arrows point back to this drawing of myself with those words. Right. So I could just hold it up there so the viewers could just get a basic understanding of yeah. what I was just referring to. Well, you know, I was just thinking, because when we sit down to do our morning routine, yeah, we're getting, we're connecting with God, but the biggest thing Beyond, like, is we real? What I realize, just listening now and, re- and reflecting on, it, is I'm getting to know who I actually am again. Yes. So that I can bring myself oh. to my day. I'll, because if I'm going out there with these crappy, like, conditioned thoughts that I'm not good enough, or there's no way it's gonna like I that, fight to get. The truth is, I, in those moments, I don't know who I am. I'm gonna read this anyway. Open. Wait, your, should we do the breaths quick? No, this will. This okay, will perfect. Up. Okay. This is called "Open Your Mind to Receive." Oh, that goes perfect with the breaths. It's by Catherine. You're right. And the funny part is, we weren't gonna read anything from this, but I was leaving the house, and <laughs> I was. I looked at the title. This is on my coffee table where I do my morning routine, and I'm like, like, dude, it's like the biggest I title. Uh, open your mind to receive. So I just grabbed it. And the, of you know course, what's funny? That could have literally been part of today's title. Open your mind to receive because there's more where that came that's from. That's right. That's right. So Catherine Ponder, who is an amazing person, we actually lo- we use her affirmations. I use yes. them every day. You use yes, them yes. every day. We've ordered her stuff. She's amazing. I see Bill out there in Zoom land nodding, nodding his, his head. head. So that's a good sign. So she says in Open Your Mind to Receive, Chapter 1, why should you deliberately open your mind to receive? Because most of us have endured a pinched, narrow existence for no good reason. <laughs> <It's> so true. <laughs> we have blocked our good from getting through to us in the process. There's nothing divine about a pinched existence. Uh, man, I, nothing further from the truth. Nothing could be more true. True. Yeah. The pinched existence, nothing could be further from the truth. There's nothing yeah. divine about a narrow, limited way of life. It proves nothing. That's the thing. Sometimes I actually think I'm, in the past I'm proving something. Oh, yeah, look at me. Listen, let's be clear. Catherine Ponder says it proves nothing but the foolishness and ignorance of human beings who actually live in a universe of lavish abundance. Those who lead a pinched, narrow existence are not expressing their true nature. They are only cheating themselves. If this has happened to you, there's something you can do about it. That's, uh, thank goodness. The word receive means to accept. I love that. 
The word receive means to accept. Psychologists tell us that we can have anything we can mentally accept, but we must mentally accept it first. A great part of the act of receiving is thus to mentally accept the good we want rather than mentally fighting it. Yeah. And every time we even, you know, we're on a very big Neville Goddard bender. And Neville Goddard talks about what that we don't have that we have to use our power of consenting thing to things or not consenting to them. So lately, whenever I have these thoughts that are telling me there's not enough, there can't be enough, I have to go kill myself to get enough. Whatever yes. I gotta, I just have to get. I've gotten really good at just telling myself I don't consent to that. Yes, and then opening and, and then acknowledging that feels I feels too bad to be true, like yes. my wife was has yes. said, and that. I'm just going to open myself up and see what God will deliver if I if I'm willing to just acknowledge that's how I'm feeling. It's too bad to be true. There's that there's oh that that this God, this divine presence is always there. So all yes. I have to do is become receptive to what it is I desire, which is to feel good and and then it's this has been life-changing for me because now I'm not burning like you were saying the other day, the engine in my brain isn't burned up by the end of the day by all yeah. these fearful, doubtful thoughts. Instead, I just go, I don't consent to that. Let's see what uh. happens. One way or another, I look back on the day. I'm like, that day was amazing. Yes. So let's see here. Bill Engelhart gave us these breaths. Yes. So um, he is. And they go perfect with the day. Now they're, you know, it's funny. We get him. We were trying, racking our brain for three breaths. Bill just holds up a card on his end and we had him on mute. (laughs) 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 Guys, guys. I think I have guys. <laughs> yeah, we're like, huh? <laughs> we're pinch. T- yeah, finally and we look up and there's Bill with with, with these inspired and thoughts. More and more as we're talking about the topic, these three breaths become more and more like perfect. This stuff is amazing, man. All right, let's take a breath to clear our mind. Okay. Ah. <sighs> what I perceive and believe. I can receive. Ah. I think we could bump it up a notch. Do it. Okay. What I perceive and believe, I will receive. Ah. Let's let's add and achieve on the. All right. What I I perceive and believe, I will will receive receive and achieve. That last one really tickled my craw, Daddy. I will receive and achieve. That's great. Oh, I'm going to read one thing before I tell that little story. This, yeah. is a short, this is a shorty but goody. And like I mentioned, all the books we read from, um, we made a reading list. and Go to DarylNed.com. Yeah, you can find it there. We made easy links to where you can get them on Amazon or wherever. Uh, not, you, we you, don't, yeah, we don't yeah. make any we money. We don't have we any just, code like no. Funniest Thing 20, but you never know. Maybe we will at some point. But uh, we make it easy for you to order them. Go ahead. You're going to love this. It goes now. You know what's right? We grab these readings during the week. We have an idea for the show or the, the guest inspired something from what he or she wrote or we heard them say something. And now the show keeps building into a better and better show. The show's yeah. starting to make more sense to right, me right. than it did in the beginning. Well, that's why we always have to get here and do the show for our own benefit. Yes. Uh, yeah. It really helps me t- with the rest of my week. 
Yeah, and that that's that's a, a good lesson for all of us that showing up is ninety nine percent of life, and the other percent is letting God help us with it. Yeah, <laughs> coming down enough to let God work. So this is from June eleventh in a book that's on our list called The New Day. It's a morning meditation book, and it's from today. Uh, mere survival is an affliction. What is of interest is life and the direction of that life. And that's from Guy Frajol. And it goes on to say, I no longer believe that it's my own destiny to just get by or that life is hard and then you die. I've learned from my own experience that just the opposite can be true if I remain honest and open-minded and if I'm willing to use the unfailingly effective spiritual tools that are always within my reach. Right. One of my deepest beliefs these days is that God truly wants me to enjoy life, to be happy, free, and fulfilled. You don't have to white-knuckle your way through life. Dude, and you had that great story for this morning. And I want to say, to lead into that, once I saw Daryl speak at a, a hotel lobby, not a hotel lobby, a ballroom, <laughs> for entrepreneurs, and uh, he was supposed no, to wait, be first there. Of all, first of all, this is one of those things where I, I didn't, like, try to get into someone just said you know yeah one they of them, invited you they invited me in oh larry broughton a former guest yeah i got there a little late so the two other guys i was supposed to be on stage with are up there in suits yeah. and i just showed up in like my regular outfit yeah. like jeans and a my black shirt or whatever yeah. and they're like oh he's here and yeah. they're like call me on so, stage i'm gonna make this one brief because we have i want to get to yeah. your new story but you can throw in details so i'm in the audience and uh they call them. They're talking about um, things like you know starting new businesses, how to succeed as an entrepreneur. The idea of a business plan comes up. Mind you, someone literally just gave an hour talk on how to make the perfect business plan. So then they turn to Daryl and they say, "Daryl, what do you think about business plans?" And you said, "Business plans? I've never used a business plan in my life." <laughs> And the whole room just like let out all the stress and tension. And then Daryl got up and was very animated. And I just want to get to this part. He told about when you're at the airport and you're on that one of those lovely moving walkways, right? Yes, and like, the, like the escalator, but it's flat. It's yeah. a moving sidewalk. And you feel so good because you're accelerating and – you know, you see all the other people having to maybe walk by the yeah, other way. Yeah, because they want to burn calories. But I'm, like, walking on this thing, and it has a little bounce. Right. And you're, like, flying, man. It right. feels so good. And once in a while, you go, oh, man, I meant to get a Starbucks by there. So the fearful mind's like, I better fight against this and try to get back to that Starbucks. And you're trying to fight the conveyor belt. Little do you know, there's another Starbucks after the conveyor belt that has even more of what you wanted. Yes. If you just go with the flow, it's going to deliver you there. The key is to let go of a, our, our very rational thoughts yes. that I missed it or that somehow it's not going to work out. There's not like this whole universe um, is centered. Uh, uh, Eric Butterworth has a great reading uh, about this. I don't have it exactly in, in my hands, but around us, we're all centers. Like th realizing how important and, vi and loved and supported we are when we tap into our inner resources is so important because Daryl's 
story talks about something coming up in his head oh, that yeah. he could have shut down about and wanted to get. Yeah, so tell the story that happened yeah. this morning. And the other part oh, of yeah. the no, the other part of the escalate the the moving sidewalk story. I, I was right. saying that I realized for myself that even if I'm going, I got to get back because there's probably not another Starbucks over there. I should have just gone to the Starbucks I already saw. Right. That. Fighting that conveyor belt with those thoughts, and this is the positive stream of life I'm actually right. fighting when I'm thinking those fearful, lackluster thoughts. Right. I, if I start fighting it, even if I like fail and fall down flat, the escalator is still the positive stream of life is still going to carry me. That's right. And so many people, a better place. so many people thanked you after the talk. You didn't get invited back, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the people there, the audience members, were going nuts. Yeah, and they were just. I mean, they just gave these heartfelt, sincere thank you. I needed to hear that. You yes. know, because all the pushing in the world, as much as it sounds great when someone's on stage and bragging about that, true. People who are tr- people who are truly successful in business know darn well that that's not really going to get it done no. in the long term. It's not going to be sustainable. It's like you're not gonna, that's burning bridges. That's like probably you're going to end up not like always having to put on a front that it's all. If you yeah. think it's all you and you're like, there's definitely some. You know, it's so much nicer. Let me just say this to do it in this way. Yeah. Where the, where the truly successful people that we often quote and read from yes. will share. I mean, Charles Fillmore, who started Unity, was a very successful business person. And uh, there's a reason why he loved these principles so yes. much. And he was so practical with his application of them. Yes. So let's just hear your story about this morning, shall All we? All right. So I... Um I started beating myself up because actually the end of this month, July 1st, so the, we're recording this is June 11th, 2022. So July 1st, I have an art show scheduled, an art opening. Right. And simultaneously, look, I can show off. I, yeah, I, if, I, if you go to our YouTube video, go to our Facebook fan page, you'll see our YouTube video yeah. or to our YouTube channel, Funniest Thing yeah, on that. I just have completed a new book called Break Out of Your Box. Be Your Heroic Self. That's my artwork on the cover. I'm holding it up if you're looking on YouTube. Yeah, so the you have the book coming out and you book. have the art show coming so, up, which is going to be amazing. So on Instagram, I started falling into the mindset of that audience looking for some, like, like how am I going to promote this? You know, like the audience that I yeah. talk to. You know, I started falling into that. Like you already in a hole. Yeah, yeah too yeah, so late. I started thinking, I don't know, do how am I going to promote this? I'm not good at promoting stuff. I started going all this nutty thoughts about, you know, I'm not doing anything to promote this. Just I need to learn how, you know, anyone who's ever done anything creative or as an individual can relate to this. Even at work, everyone's got their own version of this. The key is to know that I know now when I'm doing that, the feeling is bad. The feeling doesn't feel good. Too bad to be true. Yes. So I had to keep going, though. And the, all these books tell us, I'm going to take God as my partner. God is going to I got, I, for me, I have to throw all my conscious belief in the fact that God is, I have the best PR person and it's God. Right. I have the best PR person. I already, the book is here. The paintings are done. People are already ordering the book. That's none of my business as far as PR and God will handle it. Right. I leave my house to walk my dog. I'm walking my dog, and a stranger, uh, literally less than the, one house away from walk. I leave my house. I walk one house away from my home, 
And a woman I don't know, walking with her husband with a dog, go, are you Fazaro? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And she goes, oh, my God. Me and my husband stalk you on Instagram. Uh, we love your work because I post a lot of my drawings and yeah, stuff on F-O-O-Z-A-R-O there. Yeah, that's F-O-O-Z-A-R-O on Instagram if you yes. want to find Fazaro's artwork. So I, you know, I put all my little illustrations, but I'm not on there all the time. Neither right. are they. But I, they said, oh, we're graphic designers. And they're telling me all this wonderful stuff about me that I forgot. Right. It, but it was coming from actually colleagues because they're also artists. Right. So God was delivering. And then... I got. I go. Oh my God! I'm having an art exhibit on the first. Oh, you gotta let us know. I go. I got postcards. I, so I let them hold my dog. They were loving holding Gidget. Yeah. I was only one house away. I walked next door to my house. Got them the card, and we have a nice little exchange. They walk away, and I'm like, "Holy mackerel!" Yeah. I just turned this over, and this is a way more meaningful, enjoyable. Right public relations experience on something that you had already been doing this is the thing we overlook yeah god works in amazing ways and you're like because that's the thing when daryl says i'm going to turn it over to god and god will take care of it it does also mean doing the inspired fun steps yes that come to you that is a part of it you are god in expression as well so Yeah, yeah not the steps that I'm telling myself I should be doing this or I must be doing. Those are not the fun inspired steps, folks. The fun inspired steps are the ones that just come bubbling out of you. Yeah, you it's know? like me doing my progress reports for my teach special education. Yes, they all what they really turned into for me because I just turned this over to God and didn't consent to fear, doubt, and worry, and I had to do like 16 of them in two days, and everyone's got like five goals or whatever I had to write on. It just turned in love lo- and turned into appreciative love letters to their parents yes. and to the kids for how well they've been doing, and it turned out I don't I think I'm probably the only one in the district who came away like feeling high fire with joy <laughs> after writing 16 progress reports. It was so cool. Um, we're going to wrap up this segment. I got this reading from Cohen. This is going to be okay. good. This is a perfect way to wrap this up. I'll get ready for that when that goes. I just want to say to, to lead into this. One is. Um, when we act out of fear, what we're really doing, too much of our energy is going into protecting us from the thing that we don't want. Yes. It's not really going into expressing right. the thing and, and aligning with the thing we That's do right, want. That's right. Because when I'm thinking I got to publicize this, I gotta, it's because I am fighting against this is going to be a flop. I wasted my time. Who am I kidding? Yeah. You know, that's what I'm fighting against. That's not a healthy place to work right. from. Yeah. And I, when I was on here, I told you I was on my way here on the 405 coming to Van Nuys. A guy gets on the freeway. And next to me, you know, there's like a lane for him to get into. The, the I'm in my own lane. The 405 is, is a, huge, free, a huge, huge freeway, freeway in Los yeah. Angeles, if you don't know what yeah, we're right. referring to. So, and I'm, on, I'm like two e- exits from uh, Chobo Studios, beautiful Victory Boulevard here. And uh, so he's, the, his lane and entrance comes, it stays in its own lane. Like, so I didn't yes. have to let him in, right? Right. I mean, and he's staying there. So I'm watching him and he's like just ahead of me on the right. And I'm thinking, so I'm looking for the blinker. Is he going to get over? I kind of intuitively think he might. No blinker, right? So at that moment, I start to accelerate just to get past. Yeah, because you're assuming he's staying yeah, there. And I'm yeah. thinking, well, then I'll clear him and then he can do what he wants. Which is but legal. Right Passing when, on the right is right actually when I the get, proper thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm in my own lane. He's yes. in his lane. Yes. Right when I get beside him, all of a sudden, then he like turns on his blinker. And by this point, I'm, I would have to like slam on the brakes, brakes or something that wouldn't be safe. So I just. 
I can feel the way it looks, but I just like hit my accelerator. I'm like, let me just go keep going so he can get over. But he doesn't see it that way. He's honking and like, on a freeway, which is illegal. He's honking his horn. You know, you're not supposed to do that. Anyway, I just, I just bless, bless, bless because I could see him like going, uh, like going really fast. But it made me think like our blinker, because not a lot of people use their blinkers properly in LA, at least nowadays, but it's really a sign of joyous expectancy, right? Yes. It's like, this is where I'm going to go. I'm going to put on my I'm blinker. letting the universe know no, my intention. Yeah, and I'm going to trust that I'm going to be let in and it's going to work out. He kind of, But it goes with this reading. That's why I said okay. this. So it's June 9th, Alan Cohen, Deep Breath of Life. Your defenses will not work, but you are not in danger. What a relief. A course in miracles. That's right. Because that guy was honking at the very person who took – I took like a good 20 seconds to, all right, I'm going to think about this guy. I'm going to give him the space. So, like, you know, like I was probably the most thoughtful guy on the freeway at that moment. We may spend much of our life trying to protect ourselves against the calamities that threaten to destroy us. We may invest va- vast amounts of time, energy, and effort to armor ourselves against people, institution, and ideas that we believe have the power to take away our good. Yet if we would step back for even a moment and call to question the power we have ascribed to evil— we would find that our entire defense strategy was based on a faulty premise. Logic has been defined as a system of reasoning by which you arrive at the wrong conclusion with confidence. If we build our world on fear, every action that follows on its heels will result in self, uh, or what did I say here? Will result in us making ourselves feel smaller because we erected our world on a misunderstanding. What actions do you undertake in the name of self-defense? Do they truly bring you more peace or do they edify your sense of powerlessness and abandonment? We are most powerful when we give up trying to defend ourselves and allow spirit to take care of us. And it says, help me to let go of my human defenses and rely on you for my safety and support. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's a huge Reverend Ike yes. inspiration too. The, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall. And that means the law of ever increasing good is our yes. shepherd. All right. Coming up next. Today's guest. Well-to-do unity minister and funniest thing contributor. <laughs> Bill Engelhart joins us to read and discuss today's daily word prosperity. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. I hope you like the first segment because there's more where that came from. Oh, you little devil. Correct. Quick reading. This one came from Thursday, June 9th, Daily Word, which happens to go perfectly with this as well. Bill's got another Daily Word for us coming up, too. But this one was flow. I relax into the flow of life. Living in the flow of life means staying in a state of trust. I trust the nature of God is absolute good and divine order is always at work. I trust in the divinity of my fellow human beings and behold the Christ presence in everyone. I trust the power. I trust the world overflows with abundance and blessings. Listen, these are good things to trust, which flows to me effortlessly. I remain steeped in this awareness, relaxing into the easy rhythm of taking life as it comes, free from struggle and discord. I drift serenely over untroubled waters, always in the flow. I mean, that's like the litmus test. We've got to look at our thinking in any yes. moment when we're stressing. 
Are we in the flow and trusting the divinity and ourselves and everyone else? I mean, a lot of times it's more passive almost than active. It's like yes. relaxing into this truth, not yes. necessarily doing anything about it. We want to thank our listeners. Thank you all. Um, those of you who have sent us things at the P.O. Box, we appreciate you. Bruce sent us something. Uh, a check in a little love note. Um, what's Bruce's last name? Bruce is Foster. Bruce Foster. We thank you. You can send us things at P.O. Box. 1312, that's funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Um, in the funniest thing mailbag. So at DarylNed.com, you can um, send us messages on the contact form or go to our funniest thing pan, fan page. You can message us there. If you join up for Patreon.com forward slash funniest thing, you can message us there. But uh, Bruce texted us that he uh, to Daryl that he just listened to Loose as a Goose episode with Carrie Ann. Cammy Ann Talbot, Talbot, great reminded me of my wife, friend's wife's expression. That's a god idea. Instead of that's a good idea, or goes hand in hand with that's a good idea. That's a god idea. You know it's a god idea when it feels good. By the way, Daryl's new book is called Break Out of Your Box. That's right. Be your heroic self. Be your heroic self. It's available on Amazon right now. Um, Elaine Meyer. The former editor of the Daily Word said, I ordered my copy. It will have a place of honor on my first edition's bookshelf. Barbara Gallagher Weatherman said, Receive my copy today. Can't wait oh, wow. to read it. So thank you, everyone. This is great for your morning routine. Uh, any book that has the medicine, you can pick them up like uh, I did with the Ponder book and just find a paragraph that tickles your fancy. will kick you up the stairs. We'll help you remember that there's more good where that came from. Check out our website, DarylNed.com, our Funniest Thing pan- fan page. Um, is also a great place to check us out. Daryl's show, Art Show. What's That's the address? Right. Tell them about the it. The Art Show. If you're in Los Angeles and you're a listener in Los Angeles or if you're going to be visiting here uh, July 1st from 5 to 9 p.m. Yeah. This is 2022 at uh, Molly's Garage. Molly's Garage. At 474 South Rodeo Drive, Beverly Hills, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we're moving on up, baby. And there, you you will be amazed at all the different characters that are there. Molly Barnes is a really uh, she's, yeah, she's big a, name in the world of art. Yep. And uh, the people oh. that will be there, you'll be rubbing shoulders with a lot of fascinating and a wonderful people. So yes. that's July 1st. I believe that it'll, the show is going to be up until August 1st. Yes. So. Yeah, but the best time to, to, yeah, to yeah. come is come to the opening. It literally is Molly's Garage, but it's yes. like, it's a thing in yes. L.A. To, to have art shows there. So um, yes. if you go to, we've been to Molly Barnes' house, and her wall is lined with original pieces. from, from Yeah, the best of the best of yeah. American 20th century artists. Everything from... Uh, Red Grooms, Andy Wall, Warhol, yeah, Warhol. Uh, it's crazy. Willem de Kooning. I was waiting to go to the restroom. Oh, who is this? Oh, that's yeah. a Walt Warhol. And I'm like almost bumping into it with my elbow. It's an amazing yes, place. Yes. So, um, yeah, so we send our love to Molly Barnes. Thank you to uh, the chief engineer of Unity, well, formerly of Unity Online Radio. Now we've hired him. We've hired him. His name's Jeff Comfort. And he continues to take us right into the comfort zone. We've got to give love to Indy Fawcett, owner, director, producer, everything here, engineer at um, Chobo Studios. Yes. You're going to love the way you look and sound at Chobo Studios, chobostudios.com. Come check him out. He also edits co- podcasts and things of that. So uh, hit him up for any of the above. Yes. Yeah. Appreciate you best. guys. Thank you. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Shout out to Silent Unity. In case you are having trouble remembering that there's more where that came from in a positive way. That's right. Uh, maybe you're afraid there's more where that came from. In a negative yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, because this does kind of work. It's a universal principle. So, you know, what we focus on. So if you want help, call 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. That's Silent Unity. They have an app with the letter U, the word PRAY. It's amazing. We, we use, use it, it all the time. Daryl says, like, even the, our act of reaching out to receive this help yeah. is a big step. That's in, a in, huge prayer in itself. The fact that I open it up and, and make the intention, I'm going to text in my prayer request or call them, that already is an act of faith. That's the mustard seed that right. already I'm, I'm opening my mind and my heart yes. to receive right. You know what, right. I, what I'm really looking for. That's right. And... When Ken Fendrick came on last week, Unity Minister, he shared uh, what really dawned on me, these principles can solve, resolve any possible problem you That's can, right. I could ever have. Yes. It really just delights me to, to know that. I so know. if there's a voice inside you that's saying that my problem is too big, like Eric Butterworth would say, that's why these principles and these practices will treat that voice. That voice is the, of concern is what we treat. Because so that's that, what's causing the problem. That's Yeah, that's what's getting in the way of you seeing mm. the divinity, which yes. is always present. Someone who's really dedicated his life to helping people unearth their divinity, helping, I'm sure, himself to express his own divinity first and foremost. But he's a unity minister. He actually had a show on Unity Online Radio or Unity.fm called The Healing Power of Grief for about a year and a half. He resides in Tucson, Arizona, where he claims to be retired. But we know darn well he's still out there writing in many <laughs> Unity publications. And, and even Science of Mind publications. Speaking, yeah. And uh, we couldn't be happier to have him on the show. So everybody, welcome. Well-to-do Unity Minister Bill Engelhart. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks, Daryl and Ed, for having me on your show. Oh, I'm enjoying man. it very much already. You're my kind of people. Oh, wow. That's the ultimate compliment. That, I know. Yeah, that, that's what we've been looking for our whole lives, man. So um, you've sat in the green room in the, your beautiful uh, space there in Tucson, Arizona. Anyone who watches on YouTube can get a glimpse of the backdrop there. Ooh la la. But uh, we always like to ask you, you're a professional. This is why we bring you in. Any thoughts that you either had prepared or have come up while you're listening? We would love to uh, hear your thoughts if you have them. All right. I've got plenty of them. Is this where you want me to do the daily word or later? You could start if you have something that you want to start with. That's fine. Whatever feels feels good for you because we like to just go with the flow. But um, if you want to start with some of your thoughts that have come up uh, while you're listening, that'd be great. Or Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about prosperity. One of my favorite topics when I talked on many, many times and mm -hmm. thoroughly enjoy. And uh, you know, I'll go kick back to uh many years ago before I went into the ministry, I worked in uh human resources and mm -hmm. I was a recruiting manager and an international human resources director and wow. one of the jobs I had or companies was a financial services organization. 
and I'd be the person hiring the uh, portfolio managers and the analysts and, you know, all those guys and girls, you know, that were doing that and managing, you know, multi-million dollars. Wow. And I remember being in my early 20s and, I'm, you know, trying to figure out, you know, my future and prosperity, et cetera. And so I'd always have a lot of really good conversations with the portfolio managers about what it is that I should do. And I think one of the greatest advice that I got in my early 20s is talking to a guy that, you know, like a billion dollars under his uh, belt of, uh, of management. He said, find something really good and stick with it because what you've got is time. You know, just I just don't try to get in and out of the market Right. You know, don't try and beat the market. He said, that's what I have to do. And he goes, it's really hard, you know, to try and do that month in, month out, year in and year out. So he said, find something good, like a mutual fund and really stick with it through the hard, good times and the bad times. And over time, mm-hmm. you know, everything will work out. And not only was that really good financial advice, it was also really good spiritual advice. Yes. So if we connect with the spirit within ourselves, if we're connected with God, uh, if we go through a prayer and meditation time and really invest in that, that's the thing that doesn't change. Because many things in life uh, will happen. Things will happen to us. Things will happen around us. But the most important thing is what happens within us. Yes. When we land on that, it's like, well, now my uh, attitude my prosperity, my life is no longer controlled by outer circumstances. It's controlled by how I show up to the outer circumstances. Mm. The, what's going on within me? You know, the stock market goes down and, you know, people are like, oh, I got to sell. And, you know, yeah. I'm like, well, if I just have a cool head, whether it's in finances or whether it's in spirituality, knowing God is my source, I know I can widen it out. Mm. And know in the long term that everything's going to work and everything's going to work really well. And I think one of you mentioned uh, Eric Butterworth. Yes. And my favorite quotes from him, uh, you know, unity minister and author, is that negative thoughts of fear and worry are depleting our good faster than inflation erodes the value of the dollar. Yes. Mm. Adding to your positive, optimistic thoughts increases your good as certain as the law of compound interest increases your bank savings. Yeah, I love that. So yes, we love that too. Thank there's you. just so much wisdom in that. And when most people think about prosperity or talk about prosperity, they really focus in on acquiring. Mm. You know, it's so how much money, what do I have to do the finance part of it? And uh, I'm going to give you, and so one of the questions I got when I was younger was, well, what's your net worth and how are you going to grow your net worth, et cetera. And so that's, you know, been around my head for a long time. Uh, I'm going to give you guys and your listeners an exercise. Okay. You got a pen and piece of paper in front of you? Yep. Yep. I want you to get it out. And I'm going to hold this. I don't know if you can read. It says, I am worth. Mm-hmm. And so for anyone who's listening on the podcast, just write down, I am worth. And then put a blank underneath that, you know, I am worth and then fill in the blank. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So again, for many, many years, it was, you know, when I've done this and and had this experience with putting it down, I talk to people about how are you going to finish that sentence or what are you going to put in there? 
And I have to say that 99% of the time, and I'm not going to ask you to lift it up and tell, tell all your viewers what your net worth may be, because actually that's not my question. The question is filling out this sentence. And here's how I fill it out is I just put a Y at the end. I am worthy. Mm. I am worthy. The reason I put that out there and the reason I float this idea is that instead of always being focused on how am I going to acquire my good, yes. I think something that's really more important, especially in the realm of consciousness and in physical prosperity, is that prosperity isn't just about acquiring things. Right. It's about overcoming our reluctance to prosperity. Wow. So that, you know what? Oh, I, I don't want to kill, like, stop you, but I got to share what you just inspired in my mind with this before I forget it. <laughs> Go ahead. It's amazing because when I say I am worth, I could already feel how now my mind starts to go, oh no, what am I? Like, it starts to, I'm coming from a place of, you know, try like this, I got to try to ha- figure out. I'm worth it. I got, how am I going to pull this in? How am I going to grasp this? Mm. But just by changing to I am worthy, I feel magnetic. Right. I feel like, oh, I don't need to worry about that obstacle. Like you're just saying, the obstacle in my mind. But I just, but I love the way you tricked me into this. Because if you just <laughs> said, say I am worthy, it might, I don't think I would have felt the transformation within my mind and my consciousness. Right. Like you tricked me, you little sneaky angel, you. (laughs) Because it went from I am worth, which created that that sensation that we're all very familiar with of how am I going to obtain and grasp and get. And is he going to show me a trick to do that because I got to overcome this obstacle, even though I'm not hearing these these things consciously, but I could feel it. There's a little twinge of fear in there. But once you said, I want you to switch to I am worthy... All of a sudden, my brain went, holy shit. Wow. And it turned me into a, I felt magnetic again. I felt like myself. That's beautiful. I think when that question gets posed or just that, you know, fill in the blank is exactly what happened to you is what happens to most of us. It's wonderful. At first we go to, well, what do I have? What do I don't have? Yes. Earth, et cetera. And then all that's going on. But on the flip side of that is if we realize that we're worthy and we're willing to receive. Yes. And I think the thing that gets in the way of most people's prosperity is an unwillingness to receive. Yeah. And when I say that, they may think, oh, you know, that's crazy. I I receive good. I, I'd say this. Can you even receive a compliment? Good somebody question. Says, when somebody says something nice to you, you say, Daryl, I like that shirt. You know, wow, what a guy. Right. You turn around and say, oh, but I like yours better. You know, oh, it's, but, you know, you should look at Ed. Look, yeah. he, he drew that. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. How often do we deflect yeah. right. our good? Uh, and if so, it's- oh, this is wonderful, Bill. I, I just got to say one thing here, too. I know I'm jumping in, but in. my a guy who saved my life 30-something years ago, his name's Mike Dugan. We mentioned him a lot. He caught me doing those things. I've gotten so much better, you know, deflecting or going, oh, it's nothing. Or, oh, it's really not that good. You know, that's what I would say when I would get compliments. He said, Daryl, you need to just say thank you. And he said, because when you do that, 
You make the giver feel so effing bad yeah. about giving you a compliment. Because as soon as you say, well, it's not that great, then the giver kind of feels awkward and uncomfortable and a yeah. little odd. So please, just accept it. You're worthy. They wouldn't be saying it to you if they didn't really mean it. Because in my mind, I thought they're just saying it. Well, it's all, yeah, you, when you say that, it's like kind of like if you were at a birthday party and it was your birthday and people were handing you gifts and you're like, no. No. <laughs> I know. Like, what the kind of party would that be? Just say thank you. <laughs> so, by him just giving me that simple way, just because I had to learn, but I was glad that he gave me a simple outside action right, that I could right. trick my inner life to finally grow into. Because right. now, Bill, I am so much better. People say compliments and I say thank you. Yeah. Matter of fact, someone complimented my shirt last night and it had like a drawing on it. They said, Oh, I love your shirt. And I said, thank you. And then they said, did you draw that? And I said, no, but I appreciate other artists' work as well. Oh, wow. So they felt good about everything. That's right. And I felt good. Because you can receive the compliment and still take the light and magnify it for others, too. But it has to be received first in order to do so instead of deflecting it. And I remember that experience from last night. Why? Because it felt so good. There you go. That's awesome. And you make an excellent point. About who are you to get in the way of that person's joy yeah. of wanting to give you something? Yeah. You, know, right. you know how good it feels to give something. Yeah. But when you give it, somebody you know rejects it, then you're you're getting in the way of them sharing their yeah. joy. Right. And oftentimes, I find that people are uncomfortable receiving. Yes. From people or places that they did not give directly to. Yes. Right. So they think it's, well, I gave him something for his birthday or whatever. Now he gave me something. That's okay. Or I gave to that organization. Now they're giving to me. And I look at it and say, the universe is one big sphere of giving and receiving. I may give, give, give in one area of my life and never directly receive back from that area. Right. But I may receive something from a totally unexpected source. Yeah. And when I do... I accept because who am I to get in the way of the universe's expression of saying, you know, here's, I gave over here. I I gave without strings attached and over here now I'm going to receive. And it it is a circle. And oftentimes you're all focused on I'm a giver. Or when someone says, well, I'm sick and I can't, I don't want to have anybody help me. Right. You're always the person out helping other people. Right. Right. But you don't want to accept help yourself. That's, you know, that's incongruent. Yeah. You got to get in that flow, mm. like being out at that automatic walkway yes. you know, yeah. at the airport and you versus know, trying to run the other way. Goes yeah. right, what goes hand in hand on this is this inner receiving. Because when yeah. you said I am worth, and I, I obviously like, I kind of knew where I was going with regards to not defining ourselves by our financial and I've coming a long way of transforming my finances. I'm in a much better place. So I probably wasn't going to go there anyway, but but what I thought about is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is what do I bring to situations? Like, because I've been reflecting on how do I improve as a, how do I improve my sanity and my, my satisfaction out of my public edu- uh, teaching in a public school, special education? At the same time, how do I build the arc where I want to go next, like consulting and things? Yes. So I've been reflecting, and not only that, but in a smaller level, I've been reflecting on. If I'm not having uh, the kind of day I want to have, like, what am I when when I'm encountering someone else 
what am I bringing to them? Like, what am I bringing the joy I want to receive? Yes, right. Yes. But and a lot of this brings me back, like when I wrote down that I'm worth all the good that I bring to my students every day, and all these genius ideas that flow to me and through me effortlessly. Like that's me receiving and valuing what God gives to me because these are things that are just natural for me. And when I value them, like I had to re- write a review of my year, probably most people write like something very measured, like right. for the, the principal. Yes. But no, I, I made mine super affirmative. I show up every day. I shine light on my staff that brings out the best in them, blah, blah, blah. It felt so good. And I yes. just sent submit. Yes. But that helped me to see because in my environment, there's not a lot. Everyone can, can quickly be so stressed that they're not necessarily yeah. reminding each other of this stuff. So yes. I get to remind myself of this, and then it becomes real for me, and then I don't need really need anyone else to reflect it back, but everyone does, so it's a win-win situation. You brought up a great point that on this that blew my mind, and I think all our listeners need to hear again, yeah. where you said, I am worthy of the good I bring to my students. Or at least, at least accept that for yourself, because it's so sad when we think, I'm not worthy of at least... Yeah. The good that I give to others. Yes. Yep. Remember that. Yeah. You are worthy. The, the good you give to others isn't just for you to give to others. Right. You're also worthy of at least that coming back. You right. start with that idea. Yeah. What kind of well would give water than never receive water back to refill <laughs> yeah. to give water? It wouldn't be a, a wouldn't very be good a well. well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the daily word. Well, let's hear. If, I think Bill oh. has a thought here, and then we can get into the daily word. I'm going to say, okay, let's go to the advanced class of prosperity. Yes. All right. Okay, so the advanced class of prosperity is can you, you know, feel the willingness to receive and be grateful even when it's bad news? Mm. I want you to chew on that for a few seconds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because hindsight is always twenty twenty. Yes. Right. If you've ever been in a relationship where you were like head over heels in love and got dumped, right? Right. Now, I'm going to be sad, you know, when that happens. But if I'm really applying these kind of principles, whether it's the end of a relationship or the end of a job, or maybe you get a diagnosis, you know, mm. there was something that was unexpected. Yeah. Okay. It happens. I'm not saying let's not feel that. I mean, you have to feel, right. you know, in order to heal a lot of things. And that's, it's good to feel it. But can you also know on a spiritual level that all things work together for good? Wow. Yes. yes. Because you know, everybody knows in hindsight, well, that relationship that I thought was the best and I was crushed when it ended, right. had it not ended, I would not have found this other oh, person yes. right. and this other relationship that was so much better right. you know, than I had. Or, uh, you know, there's a job that you lose or a career that yes. goes away that you think things are, you know, aren't going to get better. Oh my yes. God, this is the end. Or you can say, well, this is a new beginning. Now, I worked in uh, human resources, as I said, for, for many years before I went into the ministry. And I remember a couple of examples. One, I got a resume from a guy that uh, was applying for a job, and 
you know, it started off on the cover letter. You know, I got 20 years experience doing X, Y, and Z. But I want to tell you that company that I worked for, they laid me off with no notice. They really treated me badly because of that. And it goes on and on, right, with that kind of a rap. And by at the end, he says, but I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I remember sitting there going, well, obviously, you did not read this letter. <laughs> right. This letter is all bitter. Yeah, right. like, nobody's going to want to hire that person. Right. You know, you know, they got laid off, whatever. And now I can get the same a resume from somebody at that same company with the same amount of years and said, you know, I worked for the company for 20 years and I learned a lot of things. They sent me to school. When my wife got sick, the health insurance paid for it. You know, right. Got 401k, whatever. And, you know, I'm sad that it ended, but I'm looking forward to the next step. Yeah. Well, who's the person that's going to get hired? Oh, of course. Right. Of course. It's not the person that's, you know, has, you know, got the bitterness and that's it's all just boiling up. I mean, I had people that, unfortunately, you have to go through layoffs and the HR person is the one that ends up doing that one-on-one. And a lot of people are, uh, you know, deservedly, I understand they're upset and they think you're the company and they take it out on you. But every once in a while, someone would come in and sit down and say, Bill, this must be a really hard job for you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to be able to right. you know, lay all these people off. I, they'd say, well, you know, I know I'm going to go get another job. Everything's going to be okay. Yes. Right. I personally would work really hard to help that person. Of course. 100%. Well, and that person will succeed. That yeah. person will end up in a better position. Yeah. I've seen this over and over. Yeah, obviously they're connected to at least some semblance of a higher power, higher power, a divine order that's, yes. that they'll be taking care of for sure. On that note, let's get into the prosperity daily word, and then we'll wrap up the show. We yes. got a good little story quote about Bill after this uh, Yes, from TMZ. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's hear it. The word for today is prosperity. I am grateful for my faith-filled, prosperous life. Prosperity is a wonderfully potent word, bringing to mind great wealth and power. Yet I know true prosperity cannot be measured in money or possessions alone. Prosperity is about quality, not quantity. When I look at all the good in my life, I realize prosperity is already mine. I am prospered by loving friends and family. Spiritual enrichment flows to me during prayer and meditation. My mind is open and ready to accept even greater good. Today I claim prosperity. With gratitude and a positive expectancy, I declare my willingness to receive all good things from an abundant world. Through my good may come to me from many channels. I remain constantly aware of God, the source of all good from which my blessings always flow. They will abide in prosperity and their children shall possess the land from Psalms. Uh, I just want to throw in one more thing before we okay. move yes, on. Yes, sir. We love it. I'm Pollyanna. You know, that's, you know, you can look at everything and say, oh, well, you know, there are, th- there are situations. I know people are listening that say, you know, this is not good and I can't find the good in it. Well, I want to tell you, I volunteered at San Quentin Prison. Uh, co-facilitating a men's group for people that were serving life sentences. And I could go into that prison with those men and they could be in a consciousness of prosperity and gratitude. When you would look around and say, oh my God, I couldn't even survive here. Yet they could see that there was good. Now, if they could do that in that situation, you know, 
we on the outside can do it a lot easier. Yes. Wow. All right, Bill. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank you for everything you do to share this, these yes. truths, these principles. We always talk about this show is what it is because these are principles. It's, uh, like, it's not because we share them. It's because they work. That's yes. why Jesus shared them. That's yes. why River Bill's sharing them. That's why, we get, that's why we're so joyful when we talk about them as their principles. They're working for our listeners now. We're just helping to clarify yes. and so that we can use, collaborate with this divine presence. So thank you, Bill. Um, we always like to ask if you'd be willing to come on again in the future. We would love to have you. Because I already sure, have, I have I'd a be million. happy to do so. I enjoy that you guys have a sense of humor, so do I. So. Oh, good. Yeah, because we okay. could definitely go on a whole other hour. There's so many things that you've brought up. But in the meanwhile, we, we have a good oh, little um, this is story. When you were a unity minister. I think this is from TMZ. Um, Unity version? Arizona. <laughs> Let's hear it. When Unity minister Bill Engelhart was just getting started as a minister, he was teaching a Sunday school for the youngsters. One day, after the children had been particularly loud and unruly in, in, in the uh, church service during a sermon, yes. he asked the children if they knew why it was important to be quiet during church services. So this is the Sunday school, you know, after the that service. That we went to. Yeah. A young Daryl and Ed were seated in the way in the back, as usual. When no one responded, Daryl and Ed raised their hands. Somewhat re reluctantly, Reverend Bill called on Daryl and Ed. Yes, Daryl and Ed? Do you know why it is important for all the children to be quiet during my services? We sure do, Reverend Bill. Daryl and Ed replied with big smiles on their faces. Reverend Bill urged the two. Well, go on and tell us, Daryl and Ed proudly proclaimed. Because all the grown-ups are sleeping. <laughs> hey, it's Robert Hazard from and Robert Hazard and the Heroes. Well, what do you got for us, Hello, bud? blokes. You want to sing us out? <laughs> yeah, we're going to sing a song that goes with prosperity. It's from the 80s. Let me put these on. Let's see if you could remember it. Hold on. Ready? All right, let's go. There's 111 choices. Don't listen to those little voices. I don't let, let the, the guilty, guilty feelings shake me. You can have your cake and eat it, baby. We're riding on the escalator of life. We're shopping in the human mall. We're dancing on the escalator of life. Won't be happy till we have it all. We want it all. Visit DarylAndEd.com. Reverend Bill Engelhart, we love you. To find I'll easy links to everything we do. Thank you for being a part of Round Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. We're riding on the escalator of life. We're shopping at the human mall. We're dancing on the escalator of life. We won't be happy till we have it all. We want it all. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thank you.